pay-per-view will have ended now, it'll have finished and things will have happened and I know some of the things what did happen. But um, this is the go-home show uh, of UKW, so it's showdown and it's also something special because happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, showdown is one year old. I've sat through every episode too. And that's not a problem, but it was at the beginning, a bit more of a problem. But for quite a lot of that year, it's been fabulous. And this is no different. This concentrates on fantastic wrestling matches. Almost as if we can just do this now. This is slick. It's it's really effective. We know what we're doing with the angles. And the wrestling's great as well. That seems like a total package. And I'm not talking about Lex Luger. Thank goodness in this respect, because I don't think I want to see him in a UKW ring. But what I also thought we might have was a bit more of an anniversary feel. Brett and uh, Shelby have got party poppers, you know, those kind of things. No, no noisemakers, things with the with the you know with, with the kazoo thing and the and the rolling outfit, that that thing. I'm not describing it very well, but you know, and and some um, some bunting, a little bit of bunting, yeah. I would have expected a cake at least, but with a cake, you always know it's going in somebody's face, and I would worry that it might go in Brett's face, and I don't want that, I, because he is the voice of UKW. Right, that's why. So first of all, we've got uh, the Mercer. Hello? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I, I Yeah, I, I don't need that anymore. No, it healed up on its own. No problem. Okay, cheers then, bye. Nery, and um, and he's going to be fighting just the J-Row Lewis, once removed from the tag team belts, but forging a new way forward. It's a long title he's got now. And uh, this is just fabulous, really good. So there's a Lewis leg lariat, a pop-up punch from Mercer, Mercer's high Boston crab. I'm not sure he's getting all the talk on the back. He might need to phone up Sarge, Slaughter that is, and say... How did you do that where you sat right back? I know you had that big chin that made it look good, but you also sat... He needs to sit back on it. Anyway, there's some some kicks, of course, from Lewis that put Mercer down. And here comes Cliff Harrison to smack him up. But here comes Duncan. Big Duncan, that would be. And, of course, Jester Lewis, J-Row, told me on Twitter, did you miss me and myself and Duncan getting together? You know, and helping each other on the last showdown. I did. I must have blinked and missed that. And um, they'll be together because Red Brocco comes out, and you know he wants to he wants to move things on. He makes a tag team match there and then. And you know what? It's just great, including a huge back suplex from Harrison. Harrison dropped by Duncan, um, and then he, he sort of he sort of pushes him down as. Lewis hits the neckbreaker for the pin. There was more action in it. It was fast and furious. I'd be here all night if I told you more because it was great. Now, here's um, Cayman Carlisle and Paul Hubris signing their match for the pay-per-view the following night, which uh, they've, got, they've got no table, so Brocco's having to hold the, the folder. At least have a table or something. Maybe a lectern. Something like that. Anyway, um, Cayman wants to uh, sign, he's very keen to do so and he's missed the, the fine print which is that he will fight Shauna Reed tonight with Hubris at ringside so he'll have a match the night before 
the pay-per-view. <gasps> naughty and a naughty. And he's not seen the the, uh, the fine print. You would have thought that Red Brocco would say, I've had a look at this contract, which we would have written, not Hubis. Hubis wouldn't write his own contract, would he? I don't think Cayman Carlisle would agree that Hubis would write the contract, would he? Oh, I don't know how these things work. I'm not a contract lawyer, but I know this is not right. Anyway, it's wrestling entertainment, and there you go. Now, Shake McToon downstairs, looking for Goldie, a clocky, should I say? Not Goldie, that would be somebody different. That would be a different wrestler. Clocky, you know, the -the round-the-clock champion. Championship, opens the door, who's there? Mustafa Khan, who seems to be, who seems to be looming out of doors every week at the moment. But it becomes something very interesting because very quickly, as he squares up to McToon, you've got the Persian Empire on one side, including Sedgwick, of course, Jonathan, the owner of the company, I have pressed your times crossword, my liege. And, um, and the others, I suppose, Team UKW, we'll call them, shall we? And they will, later on, fight. There'll be a ten-man tag and it won't even be the main event. That's extraordinary. Yeah. So, here comes Ian Greed, whose work I really like, and he's been given a big chance, and quite rightly so. He's got a long entrance, and he doesn't half fill it. He's got some kind of strap, because he says there'll be a strap match against JPR at the match the, follow- the following night, the pay-per-view. And he's got a kind of... a kind of... um duck egg blue looking strap he puts it round someone at, at ringside and, and pulls them towards the guardrail stop that they didn't buy a ticket for that then he just he doesn't need a microphone we hear him very plainly calling for JPR he then stays in the ring he won't leave Shelby tries to talk him out of it not very well actually I mean I don't think a career as a hostage negotiator beckons but he, well simply he won't leave he doesn't budge at all. And then the crowd are right on him, of course. So, yeah, somebody's got to fight him to get him out of the ring. Who steps up? Young Horus. Of course he does. I have to say, this was a short match, but a blooming good one. We haven't even started when there's a DDT on the apron from Horus. And then two huge clotheslines from Creed. He bites the fingers. There's a nasty Michinoku driver from him. I mean, he's a big bloke. So it really comes from high up. Then he does some... Um, just, he does a move where... Not the, um, the finger in the ear, but the finger in the belly button. This is a new wrinkle, and I like that. I think it's great. You know, he savours it in the same way, goes for it again, and Horus kicks him in the head. Because you don't want that twice, do you? Well, not even once, really. And... Um, he falls to that wonderful knee, but it's like a shotgun going off this time. It's so precise, so quick, just marvellous. Next, you've got your 10-man tag. You see how quickly and how extraordinarily this is going. So you've got the Persian Empire on one side versus Team UKW. I'll call them that again. There's NRG, JPR, uh, Bishop, Dylan and Muktoom. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Now, Khan hits JPR so hard towards the beginning that he himself falls down. I mean, JPR, you know, he, he, he's knocked down, but, he, but, but Mustafa Khan falls down as well. Yeah. 
Now, there's a lovely, lovely work from Leonie Rose here. She wants in, she takes a lot of punishment, including a high knee from Momentum, double team moves from NRG. Then she comes back and hits Hamza with a superb clothesline. So impressive. Bishop comes in, high chop to, uh, to Castle, or huge chop, should I say, a high and huge chop to Castle. And then uh, Mukhtoum actually had said, well, why don't you have a go? rather than me. It's fabulous. You know, Hunt then, this is a great, this is a great sequence. And I've shortened it. There was more that I missed. Hunt stomps Bishop. Leone hits a lovely death drop DDT. Mo Gory bombs her. Joe hits a twisting neck breaker on him. Khan then hits a choke slam. Khan then goes after JPR on the outside. Jonathan is tagged in by Chris Castle. Doesn't want to be in. McToom is conflicted. He doesn't want to wrestle him. We're mates, aren't we? Sedgwick asks Castle to hold McToom. You know what's going to happen. Super kick. McToom moves. Castle's out of there. McToom gets the pin. Such a good match. Such a good match. Then you've got the Brotherhood versus the Yorkshire Tears. Now, Uther, they've got new ring gear. The Brotherhood. Uther looks a lot better without those gold pants on. He's now got some kind of leggings with... One leg short and one leg long. It's not ideal, but it's better than gold pants, I must say. Now, Captain Dan Adams, fabulously smooth. Crow hits a lovely exploder suplex. There's a big Yorkshire tear spear. A Yorkshire tear spear. It's the Yorkshireman, really, who gives you that. And then uh, Adams does the, um, the headbutt into the crow, twig and berries. If I was going to do that, it wouldn't be a headbutt, I don't think. But there you go. And then you've got, this is a wonderful move. Crow holding the Yorkshireman, Uther outside. A sort of 619 kick to the head, really. And then followed up by an immediate Crow DDT for the pin. Impressive stuff. So smooth. So impressive. Adams and, and, uh, and the Yorkshireman. The Yorkshire Tears, I think they are called. Yes. So good as well. Great match. And, and just after that, you see Castle defeated by McToom. So... He's now the new round-the-clock champion. It's great when Castle's talking to himself in the mirror, and he and, and he just he, he goes down to the to the sink, and who's behind him? Muck to me. It's an old trope, but it worked really, really well. Here is your main event: Reed versus Carlisle. Hubris at ringside. Reed doesn't half put Carlisle through it. Nasty camel clutch. Double axe handle to the back. Carlisle sells so well. Came and Carlisle's work in general is. Fabulous. He hits that rolling neckbreaker off the ropes. Beautifully done. But then Hubris hits him with the belt. Reed hits the electric chair pancake. Well, he pancakes him. She pancakes him from an electric chair position. And that's the pin. Because she's quite tall, you know. So it, quite a lot of space. A lot of air. Well, pick the best match out of that. It may have been the 10-man tag. That's, you know, that's so hard to do. To make a great match out of that. It was so well paced. It was up and down. There was a superb um, series to finish it. That just shows how good these wrestlers are. And it's not just that. These matches were fantastic from stem to stern, top to tail, start to finish. I'm impressed. So impressed. And they do it every week. How? That takes talent and skill. Ta-ta.